0: This is Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer, where we set the table for Christian conversations that explore the scripture, promote prayer, and seek to edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at Greenville House of Prayer. Now for today's broadcast back with another episode of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. We're glad that you've tuned in. My name is Curtis Carr. I'm here with my co-host Dustin Hughes. It's and we've miss. got Sheila Miller back with us. Sheila, thanks for joining us again. We've got a previous episode with Sheila. You can find that. Uh, you can find all of our episodes on our podcast, Table Talk with g Hop. It's on all major podcasting platforms. But Sheila is a pro life advocate, has been for a number of years, and she's also an author. And we brought her on to talk about her book, Connection at The Fence, which details the unlikely friendship between an abortion worker and a pro-life advocate. You can find more information about that book at connectionatthefence.com connection at the fence.com. Sheila also is on the front lines of standing for life and Mm -hmm. rescuing babies and loving mothers who are in tough situations in a a loving, godly, kind way, I would say. Just knowing you and knowing the ministries that you're connected to and the things that you guys are doing, you're out literally at the driveway of the abortion clinic where where babies are losing their lives and mothers are being wounded in this way and you're trying to stand in the gap literally. And you mentioned last episode, one of your friends who told you, and this is kind of motivates you and inspired you to do what you do in the face of difficulty, that they said, Sheila, if you had been there standing at the driveway, I wouldn't have gotten an abortion like yeah, I mean, that marks me just hearing yeah, it, you know, like, right. Lord, what do I need to be doing? Um, and so thank you for what you do. And uh, maybe just if you want to just reshare a little bit of what you do kind of as your ministry there and we can get into more. We'd like to spend some time talking about how people can get involved with what you're doing and advancing the pro-life calls in our area.
1: Yeah, sure. And thank you for having me. Yeah. I appreciate it. So basically I'm a sidewalk counselor outside of our abortion clinic here. It's the largest one in the state. They typically do over 40 a week on average Hmm.
0: abortions. Let me just pause. Right. So 40 children, people don't dial down to really think about the 40 preborn babies are intentionally killed, otherwise known as murdered in our area just at this abortion clinic every week weekly, weekly. Yeah.
1: monday through saturday every day
0: we need to let that sit in a, and mark us and sting and hurt and feel the pain i mean that that is a grave injustice that we need to be stirred up about and and we need to be active, pursuing an end to this. So, so I want to fill the way to that. That's why I apologize But sorry. Didn't, didn't you say over a hundred thousand since? Yeah, the way, clinic,
2: over way over a hundred thousand. It's probably
1: hundred and fifty. I don't have the exact number, but yeah, yeah since the since clinic opened, just yeah. at that one location. Just at that one location. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah, since it opened in the 70s. It's
0: and so you're there. Time.
2: So sta- I
1: go there in the mornings. I stand there and I wave and smile to see if anyone wants to stop and talk to me, and mm. I will give them information. I want to educate them and let them know their options, that they do have other options. And when people hear their other options, you know, sometimes they change their mind. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen 37 women leave and not have the abortion. Amen. And I'm about to go to a birthday party for a two-year-old whose mother was from another country. And she was going in. She showed me the cash. Mm. She was going to have that abortion. And I asked her to come out and talk to me. And we called Birthright actually, yeah. and got someone to talk to her in Spanish. I speak Spanish, but there's only so much I can <laughs> say. Yeah, I understand, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they helped her, like, you know, talked her down from the ledge and helped Amen. her out.
0: Amen. And many people would try to say, why are you out there? You're not making a difference. You're not, no, you go into that birthday party and tell that family that you didn't make a difference, yeah, right? Or, yeah. or yes. when people are advocating for abortion, do you mean to tell me that you think these 37 children, if I line them up in front of you, you would have the the guts to say all of those children should be dead right yeah. now yeah. you know like that's right. you people need to think about what they're saying cuz often we just say these things flippantly and don't really think through the reality of what's happening and the reality of what our views played out in the in real time look like yeah. and so we need to be bold i mean i know that's strong and hard but this is a serious issue before the Lord. I believe.
2: You know, I think about the line, "Here I am, Lord, use me." Yes. You know, just and there, there's, yes. there's power in the ministry of availability. I mean, mm-hmm. I've heard somebody say, "The best ability is our availability." Yeah. Yes. And you just, you have you through the last episode and this episode, Sheila, you continue continue to share stories of not premeditated planning, but just saying, "Lord, here I am, I'm available," and then you, you've written a book with the with an abortion worker as as a result of that availability, and now you're going to a two-year-old's birthday party as one of the 37 <laughs> women. I mean, it's it's incredible to think about, like, I don't know, I'm just inspired. I, I want to have more of that attitude. Yeah. Lord, here I am. Use me. What do you want me to do? I'm available for yeah. what it is you'd have for me to do. And just to watch the Lord open doors and His Holy Spirit to move, it's
0: incredible. Right. Yeah. It's to incredible. be obedient in the now to the what now. the Lord's saying. exactly, And to not be afraid of the unknown. I mean, I'm sure some of those steps of obedience you've taken have been like, really god is this what i'm supposed to do but oh, you did yeah. it anyway yeah it? i
1: mean the first day i went out there i was too scared to approach any cars to wave you but know you smile and
2: and waves, when I,
0: at least. and when yeah. i mean approach i
1: mean smile and wave to see if they want to stop and talk to me yeah. you know i never get in front of any cars ever yeah. yeah but i'm there and i want them to see me and i have you know bright red hair so i think they see <laughs> me <laughs> so so if they stop and talk you know yeah i want to i want to help them but what I was going to say about seeing the reality of this and really having it sink in, if people go out there and see the women come out after they've gone through mm. a procedure or after they've taken a pill, they're not happy. Yeah. Mm. They're curled yeah. up in the passenger seat crying, yeah. upset. Yeah. 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 That is what I have seen over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. Young girls yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. just going it through is it's very sad.
2: Mental anguish and just pain. Mental just
1: anguish. Saying. Sometimes it's physical. literal physical pain. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if m- I can be there, what I try to do if they come out, I have a couple of different things I want to let them know. But the main thing is there is a sign up at the cross the street when they come out talking about post abortive Care. healing yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah it's free and i want them all to know that that is an option available to them when and if they feel that they need it Yeah, yeah. and also i want to let them know about the abortion pill reversal for those that it's applicable to if they're interested because so many yeah. women i had a woman come out the day after she took the pill and she said i want to know if i can change it still you know if i can mm-hmm. Still have my baby Mm -hmm. because she had regrets as soon as she did it. Yeah, and people have regrets, and we have heard from someone in the area who took the abortion pill reversal, and it worked, and she had her child there, and it was just amazing. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, and I would I would say too, um, you know, as far as the aftercare, it's important to emphasize this, and I think most of our listeners will know, but just in case, I mean, pro life calls often gets labeled you only care about the baby you know what about the women what about you know or what about the life after it's, well, born? After it's born and yeah. mm-hmm. you know you're just pro life when it's in the womb and that's just not true mm-hmm. the pro life you know advocates like yourself and people who are on the front lines you're going to the the 2 year old birthday party you're loving that family and the many yeah. i know who are saying We'll take your baby, care for mm-hmm. it. We'll care for you. What do you need? Yeah, and exactly. even if you go in and have this abortion, you come out, we're going to love you in the midst of that, yes. and we want to see you healed and whole. And so it's a holistic approach to yes. following the, the heart of God to meet needs in all of those circumstances. Now, we obviously don't want them to go in and have abortions, but we, right. we're going to be there to love them and care for them no matter what. And That's so exactly right. don't believe the lie that the pro-life activists are only you know they're just mad people who only care about you know saving a baby that is just not true they're there to to really love people because they see the the gravity of this issue it's mm-hmm. it's deeply important and we all need to be awakened to it if you are a christian if you call yourself a christian you need to be engaged on this issue it is Dustin mentioned last we believe it's the greatest injustice of our day yeah. you know you think of the the Holocaust, you think of slavery, you think of great injustices of the past, and often we'll sit in the present and say, I would have done something, I would have stood up and done something, and I I just think that's often prideful, like, really. But there are great injustices happening under our watch, and the question is, what are you doing, Mm -hmm. right? What are we doing? And when we stand before the Lord, you know, looking back on history— what will you know history say about us what did we do in the face of this great injustice and you know there's people who are who are on the front lines there's people who are praying there's people who are giving everybody has a role to play on this but we need to stand up we need to be vocal uh, and we want to talk about a little bit about that how can people get involved you know well Otherwise,
1: what i was going to say was the two main points of the book are that one abortion is never the best solution yeah that's it's a pro life book all the way yeah. through and through. Yeah. Okay, but the other main point is that, um, and these are points that she and I both agreed on,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that pro-lifers can have the best positive results if they have loving, non-judgmental attitudes towards the women and the workers going in
0: mm-hmm. to that
1: clinic. Yeah. For the best results, you know, yeah. if they're if they're going in, if they're coming out, wherever they are, meet them where they're at. Yeah, yes. show people love where they're at. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you're not compromising the truth. I mean, I know you, and I, I've read a good chunk of. The book. There's not a compromise on no. the truth in the name of loving people and being non-judgmental. I mean, right. you would tell them this is sin, this is wrong. You know, you need to turn from that before the Lord and and receive forgiveness before the Lord, I know that's probably an accusation that you may get mm-hmm. if you say something like, we need to just be loving and kind and nonjudgmental. It's not a anything-goes type of love and nonjudgmental, but it's rooted in truth of Scripture, rooted in the truth of God's Word, but it's done in kindness mm-hmm. uh, to see transformation come that way. Well, I mean, you, you example that rooted
2: in care and love in that, like you said in the last episode, Dion knows exactly how you feel about what she does, mm-hmm. but yet you've shared milkshakes with her and, you know, I mean, y'all are, y'all are good friends. And so it's being rooted in love that allows you to be able to exist in that relationship. And it's the same deal. I mean, it allows you to truly be able to love and support people without saying, yes, I'm in favor of what exactly is you're doing, you
0: know? Yeah. And it's a spiritual battle. You know, there are spiritual realities and ideologies and arguments and, Deep-rooted worldviews that are inspired by spiritual realities that mm-hmm. we we love the people and seek to bring them into the truth by addressing those ideologies, not necessarily tearing down that person. you know. And I love, I mean, it's so evident in the book. you know, the more you read it and and even hear Dion speaking, er, sharing her story and even the behind the scenes of what goes on in the clinic, it's very illuminating to the reality of you know even the right and wrong in there and the truth. the truth shines through in that. Um, So if you're just tuning in, you know, we're back with Sheila Miller, and we're talking about, you know, her pro-life advocacy work, and uh, particularly her new book, Connection at the Fence, which is about the unlikely friendship between an abortion worker and a pro-life advocate. You can find all that information at connectionatthefence.com. And it's great to see her story and just kind of her unpacking the issue. And I think I highly recommend to go get this book and and read it and wrestle with the tension. Yeah, I know I mentioned that on the last, the tension of this is a nuanced reality in that people are coming from all different perspectives. I Mm -hmm. mean, this is Essentially, she's pro-choice. She was I guess she would say she's pro-choice. Is. Yeah, Dion De- yeah. is. Right, no, not she Not Sheila. This is very much a pro-life book. I'm talking about Dion who's the abortion worker, which is the the unique component to this book, obviously, but you're very unique too. But the, the fact that you guys would team together is, is extraordinary, but her personal belief is pro-life. And that comes out like she is very much pro-life and thinks that, you know, life is always the best choice but she wants to allow women to have that choice right, right she's not correct, correct. she's not just celebrating abortion no is what no I'm no, saying. no
1: no no so if someone asks her what they think because yeah. she can't she can't just say well you shouldn't do that but if someone asks her her opinion she'll say well I can't tell you what to do but I wouldn't do she that. she says
0: I will never do yeah I wouldn't do that I wouldn't tell my kids to do I mean she's very mm-hmm. clear and bold yeah. with that which right. is interesting now I believe we reach those people with—they can be brought over to the truth more easily in loving them. Now, there's also—Dustin, you were talking about earlier—there's a whole movement of people within uh, the this issue that are very much pro-abortion, celebrate it, and are vo- more blatantly mm-hmm. dark, in my opinion, you know, releasing darkness and and Going, and beyond,
2: going beyond the idea of choice to pro killing of babies, pro-abortion. Yes. Yes. yes, so
1: in basically now when we go out there to peacefully stand, we have some of those people coming out against us on a daily basis, basically protesting the fact that we are there, and they're making noise and trying to garner attention away so that no one will stop and talk to us. Yeah,
0: yeah and it's very antagonistic, mm-hmm. and, yes. uh, it, and the only reason to highlight that is that you know, there is a spiritual battle going on, but also that you guys are on the front lines of this spiritual battle and that you need prayer, right? Yes, and the people please. who are there at the clinic need prayer. And th- this is a, a real important issue, and you're obviously making some progress to have this type of resistance uh, come point. up. And so we want to we, we want to acknowledge that and then continue to move forward and, and do it soberly and, you know, with being girded up spiritually you know, mm-hmm. and have our spiritual armor on and all that. Yeah. So tell us, uh, someone's listening and you know they're convinced, okay, I understand we're supposed to be advocates for life. I understand abortion's wrong. How can they get involved or what should they do? What are things Christians can do to move the needle on this issue mm-hmm. in our day and in our time?
1: Well, there are a lot of different things you can do depending upon who you are. If you are a preacher, pastor, preach against abortion.
0: Mm-hmm. Hold on, just stop right there. Yes. That's an important one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Because that doesn't which is it doesn't happen somewhat that often. Surprising to me and and a little bit disheartening disheartening sometimes because it's so controversial. And it seems to and people just push it off as a political issue. No, this is a spiritual, Absolutely. moral, biblical issue. And mm-hmm. I would I would be bold enough to say if you're not making a clear uh, declaration from your pulpit regarding what God thinks and feels about abortion, you, you're probably missing it because it's the greatest injustice that we're facing in our nation today. I mean, millions of babies are being aborted. And not only that, bring it home there's women and families in your congregation, statistically speaking, that have either had abortion or going to have an abortion, and if you're not helping them, leading them in love and in kindness what, about what God says and, and his truth and what discipleship looks like on this issue, you're not pastoring them as you know as good as you could, right? And I know it's a hot topic, but we've got to be Bold in that. So I'm sorry to. I just, <laughs> no, we work a lot with local pastors, and I just kind of had to put that in there because it's I, I, a. I we got to lead as pastors.
2: I want to piggyback on that. I would say, too, if you're listening today and you're a part of a church and you're not sure where your church stands or where your pastor stands yeah. on the issue of abortion, then I, I would be as bold to say that that's a problem. Go and ask you, that and question. You need, to, you need yeah. to go ask that question to have yeah. a clear presentation of what they feel on the pro life movement and on the issue of abortion. Yep. And secondly, what, what your church plans on doing about it, how they yep. plan on activating that plan. Yep. Right. Yep. And Amen. one
1: thing, there's lots of things churches can do, but one thing they can do is come and join us on Saturday mornings for Love Life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love Life is a nationwide ministry to mobilize the local churches to yep. help end abortion. Hmm. And we need more churches. It's like twisting arms to get churches to come out and join us yeah, for yeah. these prayer walks. and Just to go out there and pray. Just to go out there and pray. Yeah. It is non-confrontational. You are not holding any signs. You are coming to pray at, yeah. in a uh, parking lot next door to the abortion clinic. Yeah. You're not going to be engaged with anybody, you know, counter protesters. You're just going to Pray there with your congregation, whoever hmm. comes. So we want for 40 weeks, 40 different churches to come out, and then the 40th week, all the churches gather. We did it last year. We had a little over 20 churches for the awesome. first year. Last yeah, that's year, great. that's great. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Because awesome. Love Life came to Greenville last year.
0: And that's Love Life. Love Life. You can find out more about Love Life. That there's a you know representation here. Sheila's connected. What would be the best? Somebody's listening. Say, hey, I want to. Do get that. My church involved. How yes, can they what's be the best that. way to get connected? Should they just go to your website and contact connect that me way?
1: through the website, connection at and I will get you in contact. You're your pastor in contact with the local person here that That's awesome. that organizes yeah. that. We would love to have you come out. We need a lot of people out there.
0: So pastors preaching about it, be clear about it, help Yeah, God, be help, clear help about pastor it. Preach your,
1: abstinence. And
0: and a lot of times and a lot of times uh people women feel like they can't be honest about maybe having an abortion in the past or you know wrestling even with that idea we need to create safe environments yes. where people can be where it's not a taboo topic that it's it's a very prevalent issue and we have to be addressing it clearly mm-hmm. and in love so that people can find healing and wholeness and so we can raise a standard of righteousness That's in right. our yes. in our area so
1: and there are some great post abortive uh, care classes here in town Mm -hmm. that you know churches if they they wouldn't necessarily offer it themselves but um, it's offered in town multiple places and but women whether they're post-abortive or even if they're pregnant yeah hey if we're gonna embrace someone who has been on drugs Mm -hmm. and is you know trying to get over that then let's embrace the pregnant woman who made a mistake and not shun her because then she's going to want to go have an abortion. She's going to feel yeah. more at home in the abortion clinic than at church, and mm. that's that's not good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And there,
0: that's a probably a large number of, of girls who come through the clinic are yeah. ashamed that they you know f- made it, had a failure or probably Christian have a Christian yeah, upbringing. Yeah, over half. And yes. then they. You know, they had sex and got pregnant, and now they got to hide it because they can't talk to their pastor about it because they're, you know, shamed or shunned. Yeah, we've got to—I mean, you can—and we can hold a standard of truth and righteousness— and love and be accepting at the same time Yeah, it is possible jesus did yes. it right perfectly yeah, jesus it, right? did it perfectly yeah. yes yeah.
1: most a lot of the women coming in are coming because they're men how they got pregnant in the first place they're not stepping up yeah. they're saying yeah That's get the abortion or they're bringing <laughs> them for the abortion yeah it is but um That's good you know i discussed that some in the book also that everybody needs to vote pro-life yeah that we need to all come pray outside the clinic, see what it looks like. yeah mm-hmm. Do you know where our abortion clinic, do you know we have one? I didn't on. know, yeah, I didn't yeah. know for years. Yeah. We have one, be yeah. informed, be educated, come see what it looks like. And um, attend pro-life events. We have so many, we have the 40 days for life and um, the uh, the 40 weeks of love life and yeah. many other things around here. And also, you know, if you're not called to do that type of work, you can volunteer at a pregnancy resource mm-hmm. center. They mm-hmm. need you. Donate money. Pray. Yes, we need all that. Not everybody is called to everything. Yeah. And right. a yes. lot mm-hmm. of people are not called to be out there at the sidewalk. And they tell me, I couldn't do that, Sheila, because I wouldn't be able to control my temper. And I say, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't come. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. yeah. You know?
1: Or they – you you go through different stages in your journey. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And I was – pretty open pretty quickly to having this attitude that I have towards the yeah. women. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think the Lord gives you, you may think that and that may be true for some folks, but I think the Lord gives a grace for a season and a time when you're called to do something. And I mean yes. where you may yeah. think, I could never step into that and then for whatever reason the Lord begins to change your heart and give you the grace to be able to step into that Yeah, because that's what I
1: thought about being a Mm -hmm. sidewalk counselor. And like Mm -hmm. I said, I was scared the very first day. I couldn't even approach anybody. But he validated and showed me that yes, I was supposed to be there Mm -hmm. and that I was hearing from him correctly. And then even after a few weeks, I was like, am I really supposed to do this? Because I don't want to do something just because it's a nice thing to do. Yes. I want to do it because I'm called to do it. I'm being obedient to do it and I've heard from him clearly. And so to validate that for for me, three weeks in a row, he gave me the word "anointed" by different people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Okay, triple anointing for this. I can." You, can <laughs> I got, this. you got
0: the confirmation you That's needed. Right. To I do got it. this. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah.
1: he wants me out here until he tells me otherwise. I need to go.
2: Yeah. You, you mentioned something about uh, giving. Not to put you on the spot, but maybe tell us a few uh, ministries if, if someone has a heart to, to sow into and to give to Christian-based, pro-life ministries locally. What What are some good ministries that would be possible for them to give to?
1: So we have an umbrella ministry called Greenville for Life that covers all of the other ministries. So that is a great one to contact because then they can... Point you in the direction, kind that, of what your heart is, yeah, or what you're desiring yeah. to give towards. Yeah.
2: Is that? Give me. you know the website off the top of your head? Greenville for Life. If
1: they go to Greenville for Life, uh, I think it's Greenville for It should come up. Okay. Awesome. it's Just that at least goes to the Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You good, can find good. it on their Facebook page. Yeah.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That's great.
0: And there's an email there. Info at Greenville Okay. Good. Yeah. That's a good resource. Also. Yeah. And and as Sheila said. Everybody can't do everything, and you may not be called to go stand on the sidewalk. Whether maybe you you are, but we're all called to do something on mm-hmm. this issue, you know. And and back to that, the the records of history. What is it going to be said of us? Did we act? Did we do what God was calling to do? Were we having that dialogue with Him? What am I supposed to do? And then are we? being courageous to step into what he's calling us to do, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's going to take some courage and maybe uncomfortable, but it's what we're called to, right? Yes.
1: And I do want to mention too that the net proceeds from all the sales of this book will be donated to Switch, a ministry whose goal is to end human trafficking and sexual exploitation in the upstate. So we're not keeping money from this. It doesn't go towards an abortion worker I don't keep it. Yeah, all the net proceeds we sow into that ministry. Yeah. awesome. Amen.
0: Awesome. Yeah, and again, the the name of the book is Connection at the Fence. It's about the unlikely friendship between an abortion worker and a pro-life advocate. It is a thoroughly pro-life book, uh, but it's interesting to have a, a um, abortion worker here at the Greenville Clinic contribute to it and hear her perspective and you know the behind the scenes. You want to know what goes on in that clinic. You know, she gives kind of a picture of what uh, the day-to-day looks like with people coming in and out of there. So you go and get this book, Connection at the Fence, and you can find it at connectionatthefence.com. You can uh, also connect with Sheila there, and I'm sure she'd help, you know, help counsel you on maybe how to get plugged in to the pro-life work that's here in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, we're almost out of time, but before we land, do you mind... Yeah, I would be ha- that's the, what I was going to say yeah. to end our uh, time today. Something that we should all do and can all do
2: is pray. That's right, no matter and, what. And, yeah. and be committed to prayer. And I encourage you for listening to pray with your family. I have four uh, children ranging, ranging from age uh, 16 to 8. They need to know where I stand on this issue. We yeah. need to pray as a family uh, for this issue yeah. so we can be- pass down how you're supposed to feel about this to the next generation Amen. as well. So, Amen. Yeah, I'll be, let me pray for us as we close out today. Lord, we thank you for this time, Lord. And, um, God, we pray for uh, Sheila and those who are on the front line of this ministry and the opportunity they have. Lord, really what we're talking about is to present you and to present your love and your gospel in a very specific way to these uh, abortion workers and abortion-minded people, Lord, um, for the heart of seeing hearts transformed and and, and lives transformed, and, and also uh, we hope and pray babies rescued as well, God. Mm-hmm. Lord, we thank you, God, that your grace is sufficient. Your grace is enough to uh, turn abortion-minded people, to t- change their hearts and their minds, to keep their baby, but also change their heart and their lives, that they would turn to you and and repent and give their hearts and lives to you as well, Lord. And we thank you for the work that you're doing in people's lives, Lord. I pray, Lord, that for those who are listening today, they would listen and, and hear and have hope from hearing this, God, that you're still in the miracle working business. You're still doing things. You're still working and transforming and redeeming hearts and lives. And we're grateful for that. And we thank you for the opportunity to be able to just highlight you and what you're up to, Jesus, and the things that you're doing. Give us all um, a, a, a yearning in our spirit and a conviction that from you to be active to uh, see uh, the ending of, of abortion and to be pro-life in every aspect of our lives. And May we be committed to continuously pray for this issue. In this your name, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, Amen. Sheila, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for all that you're doing. Thank you. We're for standing with you. We're praying with you. Thank and you. It's encouraging and inspiring. So. Keep keep getting after it. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're glad that you've joined us. Uh, we hope that you'll join with us next time. Uh, until then, God bless you.